Hey, this is Nick Martin from Hootsuite or Nick at Hootsuite on Twitter. And you're listening to the Twitter Smarter Podcast with Madeline Scalar. Hey, hold that tweet. This is episode number 78 with Nick Martin from Hootsuite. Welcome to the Twitter Smarter Podcast, where you get the best Twitter tips from the pros. Twitter expert Madeline Sklar wants to help you take it up a notch on Twitter. In each episode of this podcast, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can start using right now. So are you ready to get Twitter smarter? This episode is brought to you by the Twitter Smarter Twitter Chat. Did you know each week I host the Twitter Smarter Chat? I bring together hundreds of people in an active one-hour discussion that's all about Twitter marketing. It's every Thursday at one o'clock Eastern. I hope to see you there. Now, let's get on to today's episode. I have such an awesome guest for you today. His name is Nick Martin. He's a social engagement specialist at Hootsuite and oversees their online community engagements and coaches all new hires on how to maximize their social media presence. Sounds kind of cool, right? In this episode, Nick shares helpful Twitter tips on personal branding and social selling that I know you're going to love, including ideas for using gifts. And I'm all about gifts these days. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Here is my interview with Nick Martin. Hey, Nick, thank you so much for joining the Twitter Smarter Podcast. I am so excited to have you here as my special guest. My question for you is, what are your best Twitter tips? Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be part of this podcast. I've been part of the chat for a long time, and now to move over to this side of things is awesome. Some of my favorite Twitter tips and best practices, things like that, I always like, I try to tell people to find their niche within a community or find their niche within a general conversation. So figuring out what your personal brand is and then figuring out which audience that you should connect with, right? Who's going to be interested in what you you talk about? Because everybody has interests, like everybody has a passion. And let's say mine being social media marketing, right? And talking about Hootsuite and things like that. So my personal brand, Nick at Hootsuite, you can expect me to be talking about social media marketing, right? But within that wide community of social media marketing fans, let's say, there's people that also want to relate to me. So what is, I always say combine, kind of combine your passions or combine things, combine your interests. And in the case of social media marketing, I also am a fan of sports, right? So I kind of talk about social media marketing, but I also put a twist on it where I talk about sports. So in the community that I've ended up finding within this broader community is social media sports people, hashtag SM sports. And these are the people who run the, run the accounts for all of the professional sports like uh, teams around the world. So the Vancouver Canucks and the San Francisco 49ers and things like that. The Houston Texans. I know you're from Houston. Uh-huh. And those are the people that I've kind of found within that broader community. And I find that that's a really good way to start growing your brand and start finding your people is to combine your general passion and your general interest and try to find a specific niche within that. I love that. That is so cool. And like, I imagine when you're talking to these sports people in social media, you really feel like you found your people, you know, like these are your people because it's the niche within the niche. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's so cool to see. And everyone's so excited to be talking about like 
how can we be reaching our audience better? How can we make the uh, customer experience better? And things like these are things that really speak to me. And then while having that twist of a course, like how do we share stats in an engaging way? Or how do we connect people with our players in a, in a fun way? Things like that. For me, I get really excited about that. Yeah. Have you seen that new feature Twitter just put out on topics and how you can follow topics now? Mm-hmm. I haven't dove too far into it, but I think it's really interesting and there's lots of opportunity that can uh, come from that. Yeah. Sports is one of the big ones. They're saying right now, and this is as of we're recording this in November 2019, and I know they're going to expand on it. I've seen people at Twitter talking about them expanding it. But right now is 300 topics and it's related to sports, gaming and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And currently, you can't just see a list of all the topics, which they say they're going to fix that because, I, you know, how do you know what the topics are? So I tried typing in Houston Texans, Houston Astros, and those came up. So now I'm following those topics. But otherwise, like, I don't know how you're supposed to find these. So um, but I think it's going to be big. I think this is going to be a, a great new thing. And I think they'll really help you find your niche within a niche. I, I think a lot of people don't know how to do that. And I exactly. think this new topics feature will help tremendously. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so what else? I I love this tip though. I mean, this is like off to a great start with this. Yeah, that's my like, like, I'd say that's my first big tip. That's something uh that I always recommend to people because it's it's how you grow your audience, right? Like people, if I came in and just started talking about social media marketing, well, everybody's talking about that, right? And then like you say, find your niche within a niche. Some other things that I like to do, some like I'm at Hootsuite, obviously. If for people who don't know what Hootsuite is, we're a social media management tool, just to put it as, as simply as possible. But some of our best practices and some of our social media guidelines, and I'll just list a couple of you uh, of them here, is first and foremost, be professional. You know, when you're going to be talking to people online, carry yourself in a professional manner. You can still have fun and show your personality, but make sure that it's in a, in a way that's not going to be brand damaging. And that goes for whether you're working from a professional brand or is also for your personal brand too. Going back to kind of my original point of, you know, finding your niche within a niche, as you said, figure out what your brand is and then kind of work within that. I also say just be nice. As a general rule, be nice to people. You know, Twitter can be a a network where strong opinions <laughs> can be shared a lot and it can it can turn into a negative place sometimes. I try to be one of the people and I try to share with people that and teach people that it, you don't have to be like that. You can be nice to people and still have your opinions heard. And I think sharing positivity and sharing positive content online and on Twitter is just such a good thing. And I think more people should do it. And that's one of my kind of general rules to life, but also showing personality. Madeline, you know, I love sharing fun gifts. Yes, um, you do. So, <laughs> so just adding gifts to or images or whatever to your tweets, for me, just really adds so much more. So if you can have the opportunity to add a fun GIF and, and share that kind of pop cultural reference or really kind of drive home the emotion that you're trying to portray with the, with the text of a tweet, I always recommend people do that. So for me, having like getting to understand and getting to know like the Giphy library that's within Twitter and, and like kind of familiarizing yourself with that just to help share the emotion that you're trying to portray, I think is such a fun way to do it and such a good way to just grow conversations and, and have people understand what you're talking about on Twitter. I love how you use gifts and you know, you're on the Twitter Smarter Chat each week. For those of you that don't know, every week, 
to kind of kick off the chat. And you've been doing this for years with me now. Yeah. Uh, we do this Ask Hootsuite question. And it's not a sponsorship. It's not any kind of, I mean, I will always endorse Hootsuite because I've been using y'all since you first came out. I mean, Hootsuite's one of my favorite tools. It's one of the best ones out there. I use it every single day. And so it's just been, we have a great collaboration. We love working together and it's been a fun way to just like, hey, here's a quick question from one of the industry expert companies out there, you know, let's get everybody going, you know, so we have a great chat, a great one hour chat. And I love how when you're re- replying to the question, you're you're always using really cool gifts and it always evoke emotion, I think. I think it's such a great way to, you know, because I mean, Tweeting is like texting. It's really hard for people to understand, you know, if you were smiling when you said it or what, what are you thinking? And a gift says so much. Exactly. Um, And I love that y'all have a bunch of really cute Hootsuite gifts as well uh, with the little Hootsuite costume, making all these different gestures and stuff. I've really gotten into custom gifts right now. I've been making them like crazy and I'm just doing it more as an experiment. I mean, I know gifts are very powerful and I know they give you way more engagement when you're using them. And there's so many gifts available that when you're in Twitter, you can just type in whatever and some, you know, I can just say high five and a whole bunch of cute high five gifts come up. But I think there's really something to be said about creating your own because it's you. And when people see that, it's almost like when you're doing a video reply, they feel like you're just connecting with them that it's not generic. It's like, hey, high five me to you, you know, instead yeah, exactly. of me just picking some cute little random one. So I've gotten on Giphy and I put a whole bunch of them up. I'll put the link in the show notes if anybody wants to check it out. They're kind of goofy, but it's just having fun. And when I'm on the Twitter Smarter Chat, I try to answer almost every tweet with one of these gifts because I have so many of them now. And this was not like a, a big planned out thing. I don't have some cool background. I literally just put my phone on a tripod. I did it on my iPhone. And you literally see my door, you yeah. know, in my office, which looks doesn't look very good. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm just kind of my thing is just do it and then make it better as time goes along. So yep. you know, people are loving them. They're just loving them. And I love your use of gifts. Have you do you have any custom ones? That you've done uh, yourself? I don't have any like me, Nick at Hootsuite ones. Okay. Uh, I wish I might move, uh, I might create some in the future. I do have some funny stories, kind of, I don't know if they're funny, but I have some stories about creating the Hootsuite gifts and like how much awareness we've raised just for the brand, like on, on that side of things. Like, I, I'm sure you get to see the number of views that your gifts have. And I got to say, I love them too. They're so awesome. And they're so you, right? Which is, I think the point, you know, everybody gets to see this is who Madeline is. This is kind of what she's about. And I do have some gifts. Uh, I was in a commercial a while ago with Corona, but, (laughs) and uh, and a friend of mine actually made some gifts from that. They called it Adventure Nick because I was traveling around with in the Northwest territories of all places with Corona, but that's neither here nor there. But with Hootsuite, we have a Giphy channel. And when I kind of jumped in and started working on the gifts with another one of our brand, uh, with one of our graphic designers and, and started saying like, okay, I think there's an opportunity here. We should do something with this. And I got him dressed up in the Owly costume and put a, a Hootsuite t-shirt on and had him do a bunch of different actions, thumbs up, celebrations, love, whatever. And we went from we kind of left it for a while. We, we just put the gifts up and I was using them. And 
I didn't add any tags or anything, mainly because I was just like, I wasn't sure how Giphy worked. And we started off, we had about 200,000 views, which personally, like, I was thrilled about that. That's a lot of views already just for the first, you know, couple months. And I took the time to go in and start adding, you know, some SEO to it, some tags, so people could search it within Giphy, search it within the Twitter library of GIFs and Instagram and all this and that. And we went from having 200,000 views, let's see, I think it was at the beginning of June this year, 2019, to now we just passed 20 million views. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. So That's wild. And just from an awareness side of things, I am so excited at the idea of people are searching up, let's say, high five, right? And they're seeing Auli in a t-shirt, high fiving the screen, and but they're actually going through and using it as well. And we, we took every GIF and then we also customized it to make it a sticker as well. So it's usable within Snapchat, usable within Instagram, like on your stories or within your DMs. And that also just skyrocketed our views from, you know, pretty impressive numbers to like, holy cow, what just happened, <laughs> you know? So if anybody's listening right now, I definitely recommend you take the time to create some gifts uh, customized for your brand or your personal brand and take advantage of that because it's such a fun way and such an engaging way to be just to, just to reach more people and to convey a message. Yeah, I'll be sure I link in the show notes, my Giphy, your Hootsuite Giphy, and there's a really great YouTube video that's a very simple how to use Giphy with your phone and the Giphy app that my good friend Justin Brown, who's like a YouTube expert, put together. And it really inspired me when I saw how easy it was to do. Like I literally use my iPhone, the Giphy app, and like I'm to the point now that when somebody's tweeting me something and I don't have a GIF for it and I want to make one real quick, I literally just stop what I'm doing. It just takes seconds to do. And now I have this, you know, custom GIF I just made specifically yeah. with the emotion I want to convey in that tweet, but now I add it to my Giphy library. And it's so much fun. I, I just think gifts are, I, I just can't say enough good things about them. And I love that you love them as much as I do. And I'm just thinking in 2020, I think it's going to, I feel like gifts are, are pretty big on Twitter, but I feel like 2020 needs to be the year that I'm going to really push for this custom gifts because they're so easy to do. And totally. it's just a great way for people to take their Twitter to a whole new level. Yeah. And I was going to say too, um, we, I was a big proponent of having the uh, Giphy library added into the publisher within Hootsuite. So if anybody's ever looking for it, it's in the Hootsuite dashboard. You can go into the publisher and you can uh, search for it. It's in the, uh, the Giphy library. We've got everything in there. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I'm so glad you <laughs> talked about gifts. What, what are some other cool, I don't, I don't want the whole interview to be about gifts, although I, you, know, you and I could probably do several oh interviews that are just about gifts. gifts. So Me fun. too. What is, I know you have some other tips prepared. So what, what are some others that you like to talk about? Well, one thing I did want to talk about was social selling. That was something that is, I coach social selling within Hootsuite. I can, I meet with all of the new, we call them sales owls, any so, <laughs> but all of the new sales hires. I run a session with them where I get to introduce the idea of social selling and then give them some tactics as to how you can use it. One misconception that a lot of people have is that social selling is all about the sale, the hard sale, like, you know, where I'm going through on Twitter and I'm saying, it looks like you're, you're looking for a social media management platform, come use Hootsuite, right? Where that just doesn't work, you know? <laughs> and, you know, if someone reached out to me with a cold, you know, like a hard sell right away without trying to build a relationship and there's no prior context there or anything like that, it just doesn't work, you know? 
I'm probably going to just mute you or block you and be like, this, like, listen, right. you know, let's try again here. So what I try to do is, is teach people that social selling is, to put it as simply as possible, is all about building and maintaining relationships on social media. I always recommend people use, for the two networks that should be used for social selling would be LinkedIn and Twitter. LinkedIn is obviously uh, a very business focused. It's the network for professionals. But Twitter is awesome because it's an area where you can connect with literally anybody. You want to go talk to the president of Coca-Cola? You know, if he's online, if he has Twitter, you can tweet him and there's a chance that that person's going to message you back, right? Or at least see your, see your information. They're going to have an idea who you are. So that's why I've always loved Twitter. You know, I, I used to get in contact with any, you know, I tweeted with Gary Vaynerchuk and I was asking him, what wine should I be tweeting or should I be drinking, you know, and ask him things like that because he was always the wine guy for a while. I guess he still is. But, um, and he responded. He told me, he's like, you know, if you're just trying, you're just getting started with wine, you know, go with white wine, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. I actually tweeted him. I said, hey, uh, if, I'm, if I'm just getting started in wine, which red wine should I start? Uh, should I try? And he said, go white. And I was like, oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's yeah. what I love about Twitter, too, is your ability to talk to really anyone, no matter whether there's some you know, president of a company, of a corporation, an influencer like Gary Vaynerchuk. I've had conversations on Twitter with Gary Vaynerchuk, too. And when you think of other platforms out there, what are the odds of being able to like have a real conversation with them? If I go to their Facebook, go to their LinkedIn, I think it's pretty slim. But if you go to Twitter exactly. and most people, no matter whether they're, you know, major influence, high level in a corporation, if they're using Twitter, they're the ones dealing with it. They're the ones reading it. They're the ones responding. You know, in the early days, I know it was very common to hire someone to run it for you, but Twitter is one of those tools where you need to really be transparent, you know, for it to really be effective and it really should be you in your voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that I've been able to connect with Gary Vaynerchuk. He has 2 million followers, which is a lot. And you would normally think, oh, somebody like him doesn't listen and pay attention to people. And it's like, oh, yes, he does. Yeah. He really does. He even follows me back. He only follows back 11,000 people. And I was shocked years and years ago when he was following me back. And then I got the chance to meet him in person at Social Media Marketing World years ago. And uh, when I went up to him, even though he was following me, I'm thinking, well, this doesn't mean he knows who I am. So I introduced myself and I told him how big of a fan I was and really love the work he does. And he goes, I know who you are. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was because of Twitter. You know, he pays attention to people on Twitter. So I love that you can connect with highly influential people easily. Doesn't mean they're always going to respond back, but I think yeah. you have the best chance of it in a platform like Twitter. Yeah. There's one tweet in particular that I've actually taken. I've taken it from Twitter and I, it was from this year. It actually happened on my birthday, August 27th. And it's from Jack Appleby. He's a creative director in California at Juicebox CA, I believe is his Twitter handle. I think he's become a little bit of a uh, influencer in the social media marketing world and creative world. And I'll make sure to send it to you so you can share it after this. Oh, I'd love uh, but to. It, but it's, it just exemplifies the, like, it summarizes, like, what I'm trying to say, like, when I'm teaching about social selling and why people should be on Twitter and, and how you can connect with people. It's, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember it exactly. But it's something like, you know, Twitter is, like, my overuse of Twitter is, like the only thing that I like recommend for people because you get to connect with people, you get to learn about your industry every day, you get to 
keep an eye on your competitors even you get to see what's happening and you're really in you're like learning you're getting new information all the time and it's in the moment and it's real it's coming from people who are also doing it right i would never have been able to connect with all of the social media account managers right all the social media marketers from all the different NFL and MLB and NHL teams, right? I would never have been able to meet them if it wasn't for Twitter, right? And but you get to start building relationships, and then over—I I mean, I call them Twitter friends, right? But you build relationships to the point where they are friends, and you get to connect with them, and you get to—you maybe let's go for a coffee sometime, whatever. And it just takes it to that next level, and that's—I mean, kind of going back to my second point, but like social selling—that's what that is. And eventually, hopefully, let's say. Maybe the Houston Astros aren't using Hootsuite right now. I'm not sure if they're a customer or not. But if I build a strong enough relationship with their, with their social media manager and their, social, their marketing team, and if I provide enough value, maybe I'm going to be top of mind for the next time that their contract comes up. And they say, well, you know what? We've been talking to Nick at Hootsuite a lot. He's a good guy. Why don't we reach out and just ask him if we can get a demo, right? And of course, my conversations with these people right now have like, I have, I'm not a sales guy. I have no goal of getting them to sign up to Hootsuite. I just like talking to them and I find it really interesting what they do. But staying top of mind like that, it does help the brand, right? And it helps what I'm associated with, right? So Nick at Hootsuite, people are going to remember, you know, they're going to keep in mind Hootsuite when they're talking to me because of course, I'm a representation of the brand too, you know? Absolutely. Well, you know, one of the... um common things with like selling, selling 101 is getting people to know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. And, and you do that so well, you know, you're building relationships, you're getting to know people, people are liking you, they're getting to know you, they're trusting you. And so I think they are more inclined to buy when the time comes and they're like, you know, I, I really like these guys at Hootsuite and Nick has been so great. And, you know, and because selling is not about the hard sell, not on social media, because it doesn't work. We all know no. it doesn't work. Yeah. So that is a great point, though. I, I love you telling that story. And Jack Appleby, I, I know who he is. He comes on the Twitter Smarter Chat from time to time. Yes. He always has really interesting insights to share. Yeah, yeah, he does. I, I, he's, very in, he's a good follow. If anybody's looking for someone to follow, he's a good person to follow. Yeah, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for sure. Any other tips to share? I'm sure there's more. I feel like we should just be chatting and kind of talking about I know, about, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Well, why don't we switch gears and talk about tools? Because I always love to have my guests tell me about the tools they use and how it helps them with their Twitter. Yeah, some of the tools that I really like, um, I'm obviously Hootsuite, something I'm going to recommend. But I was before I was even at Hootsuite, I was a big Hootsuite user. I used to work in the craft beer industry. That was a lot of fun. But I, I was managing social media for my own company, as well as for craft breweries in Vancouver. And I always use Hootsuite. Another tool that I've used and I am a huge advocate for is Canva. I don't have a single design bone in my body. And Canva is a tool that helps me create images kind of on the fly even that look professional and they are presentable and I can use them on brand if I need to. So Hootsuite and Canva for sure. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I really, really like. I always use like little apps like the Hemingway app just to make sure my grammar is fresh and, and staying um, easy to read and things like that. I, I like kind of it tells you, you can kind of copy and paste or write whatever copy you want in there. And it tells you kind of at what grade level your, your writing is at. So I always kind of like to do that and see how I'm grading out with my writing. That's a cool one. I've heard of it, but I haven't tried it. I'm gonna have to check that out. 
Yeah, it's just uh, HemingwayApp.com and it's super easy to use and it's, it's totally free, which is always nice. <laughs> sure. Another one actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that I use a lot is uh, for kind of social listening and like data analyzation is Brandwatch. So they're, they're a partner of Hootsuite's, but I'm a big, big advocate for them because if you're ever looking for like social analytics and you just want to kind of figure out what the story is behind the data and, and you want to visualize it in a way that is easy to understand, but you also want to manipulate it so that you can tell the story that you kind of want to present, Brandwatch will, it just is so, you know, malleable. It's so easy to, well, I wouldn't say it's easy to use. It does take a little bit of time to understand it and get to know the tool. But once you do know the tool and are able to work around with it, you can find the story that the data is trying to tell you, if that makes sense. That's the way I kind of look at all the data points. And it's just so, it's so cool. And you can really deep dive into specific data points. So why did mention spike for Hootsuite on Tuesday the 17th? I don't know, right? Let's look into it. And Brandwatch can actually, you can click right into specific dates and you can see all of the different tweets that happened that day or mentions of a keyword or whatever query you have set up. And then you can break it down by sentiment. You could break it down by emotion. You can break it down by total number of retweets. Who's the top author for this day? Things like that. And it is so cool. I will say that your uh, Madeline Scalar is actually one of our top mentions, which is always appreciated. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I love Hootsuite and I'm pretty vocal about it. So I'm not surprised to hear that, but it is flattering to hear it. Yeah, Brandwatch is a good one. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would probably be my main top tools. Um, also, I mean, we were using an app called Captiona to add captions to our Instagram stories. And that was really, really cool for a while. But I think that the app may have been shut down. I'm not sure if it's still going or not anymore. But uh, any of those apps where you can start making it more accessible or uh, for people to who maybe have hearing disabilities or don't want to have uh, the sound on, they don't want to be listening with the sound on, having captions added to any of your videos or Instagram stories and things like that is is super valuable. And I think more and more people should use it moving forward. Oh, for sure. I'm starting to do that more and more, even with this podcast, because I use a service called Wave that allows me to take some of the audio and make like a little video snippet out of it with the little waveform. So you see the little movement of the person, of, you know, when the person's talking. And so it's just, you know, a still image, but with the waveform on top of it. And now I'm adding the caption underneath it so that people that don't have their audio turned on can read what's being said. So that's becoming a really big thing now. That could be like a whole nother podcast episode. Exactly. Talking about importance of that. Well, Nick, this has been so great. You've shared so many great tips, things that are very valuable to really rocking it on Twitter. Um, If people want to get in touch, how can they reach you on Twitter? Best way to reach me on Twitter is just at Nick at Hootsuite. That's my Twitter handle. That's a great Twitter handle. And of course, Hootsuite, if, they, if people want to go check out Hootsuite and Hootsuite.com for the website. And then you have like, you, you do some other things though, right? I mean, you are still in the beer, doing beer stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. My personal handle outside of work is Van City Beer Guy. I'm talking all things uh, Vancouver, what's happening in town and talking about the kind of the craft beer scene, what's hot, what's new, talking about what new saisons are coming out, IPAs, things like that. So if anybody ever wants to talk beer with me, you can reach me at Van City Beer Guy. And I love chatting about beer. Yeah, I've noticed that because I've been on your profile. It's like, man, you really like beer. So that's that's really cool. <laughs> and that really relates to the things you're talking about, the niche within the niche and, and connecting with people that way. 
Well, this has been awesome, Nick. Thank you so much for being here today on the Twitter Smarter Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. What a great interview with Nick Martin. I love all the actionable advice and tips he shared today. But my big question for you is, are you going to implement any of this? I hope your answer is, yes, Madeline, I'm going to run out and take action on all of this. That's why I like to give out homework at the end of each episode, because I want you to walk away from this empowered and ready to crush it. Are you with me on that? So your call to action for this episode is to try Nick's number one tip, finding a niche within your general niche or passion, and then follow people in that niche on Twitter and engage with them. Now, I suggest putting them into a private Twitter list so you can easily see their tweets. So that way you're ready to converse with them. If you don't know much about Twitter lists, no worries. I have an article. I wrote a a whole guide over at madelinesklar.com slash Twitter lists. So be sure to check that out. Twitter lists with an S on the end. Now, be sure to tag me on Twitter at madelinesklar and let me know how Nick's tip is working out for you. I would love your feedback. Let's have a conversation about it, okay? Now, before we part ways, let me know how I can help you when it comes to your Twitter marketing or any of your social media for that matter. I'm available for one-on-one coaching and consulting. If you don't know, I've been a digital marketer since 1996. Yes, you heard me right, 1996. I've been doing this for 24 years. Oh my God. And also I've been helping people like you crush their social media for the past 15 years. If you'd like to work together with me, schedule a strategy session by going over to madelinesklar.com slash schedule. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're listening on the go, and you can't stop and take notes, please don't worry because I got notes for you. Just head over to my website, go to madelinesklar.com slash twittersmarter78. If you're digging this podcast, I'd be honored if you leave an honest rating and review over an Apple podcast. It only takes a moment to do. If you're not sure how, I have instructions. Go to madelinesklar.com slash review. Now, a great perk to leaving a review is that I'm going to read it here on the podcast. And if you've been listening for a while, You've heard me read these at the end of each episode. I've read all the latest ones. We're kind of caught up on the latest. I think that's kind of like a note to you, the listener, that if you haven't done one, go ahead and do one. So I'll read it real soon on a future episode. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read an older review from a few years back. So this one came from Floor Sander, and here's what they said. Extremely helpful. I'm still a novice with Twitter and I learn at least two significant new tricks from every one of Madeline's episodes. Her guests are all experts in some aspect of Twitter usage, so these short, well-organized interviews never disappoint. I'm a fan. Thank you, Floor Sander, for such an awesome review. I really appreciate it. And uh, real quick, I want to do a shout out to all my patrons of this podcast, all the people over at Patreon that support this podcast. Big thank you to Jim Fuse from Fusion Marketing, Eileen, Sanam, Rick, Julie, Donna, Emma, Melissa, and Barry. You guys rock. Now, if you want to be added to this list of names and you want to support the podcast, go to madelinesklar.com slash patron. As a patron, you get some really cool perks like early access to new episodes, behind the scenes content, and more. So be sure to check that out. Now, that's going to be it for today's episode. So until next time, I'll see you out on Twitter. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Twitter Smarter Podcast, where you get the best Twitter tips from the pros. Stay in touch with Madeline on Twitter at Madeline Sklar or through her website, madelinesklar.com.